waking up early to invest in yourself. It doesn't need to be a two, three hour marathon. Some people that might work for might, might work best, but um, even 15 minutes, just waking up early, investing in yourself and uh, figuring out what that morning needs to look like for you. And it might take a little bit of experimentation. I've changed my morning routine probably, I don't know, five times in the last couple few years. Um, I've, I've, yeah, I've I'm dialed into the one I've been using for about a year now, but you know, find what works best for you. But the idea is wake up early, invest in yourself. And what you might find is that it has a trickle, trickle down effect on the rest of your day. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, we talk with Ryan Coate about his journey of building a successful marketing agency with his family and creating multiple streams of revenue. He shares how he got into entrepreneurship, his passion for personal development, and the inspiration behind his passion project, The Morning Upgrade. Ryan also discusses his journey of experimenting with different strategies, upgrading his skills, and building relationships with his audience through email newsletters and personalized content. Join us for an insightful conversation on how to build a successful business and pursue your passion project. Ryan, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's been a good day so far. I'm excited to talk to you and ready to do this. Awesome. So what I like to start with is get to know a little about you, where you got started, and how you got to be where you are today. You've got You've been living in New Jersey for a few um, you're a real estate investor. You've got a roofing company, a marketing agency. You got a lot. You got a lot of stuff going on. So, how'd you get started? What was the first thing? So, the Valentine, the marketing agency, has been in the business for been in the family for fifty six years. I, I didn't start into the business right away. I went to college and had a couple of jobs before I went into the business. Yeah. But before that, I was always going back to maybe college. I'm trying to think. Mm -hmm. Was it high school? High school, I started dabbling with like making things, like I was going to be an inventor or something like that. Mm -hmm. I remember trying to make my own glue. I don't know why. And it makes me sound weird, but I remember trying to make my own glue and it didn't work. But then in college, I started selling stuff like eBay, e-commerce sites, 
got very much into affiliate marketing. I still do a little bit of affiliate marketing actually. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's a revenue stream for one of my businesses morning upgrade, but I was like really big into it at one point e-commerce. And so he's always just chipping away at different businesses, always had a interest in like side hustles and just creating like these pockets of revenue and just experimenting. I just gravitated for some gravitated towards it for some reason. And then I went to the family business and been there for geez, 20 years now. Yeah. 20 years. And then we start, we started the roof, my family and I, we started the roofing business. And when I say we, my brother, Scott really started it. I help a little bit with some things, but really it's him and my cousin running it. And that's a year old. And so we're excited about that. And then in April of 2020, that's when I started Morning Upgrade. That's my passion project. I do it on the side. I got a podcast, a book. That's where the affiliate stuff comes in. I'm just mm-hmm. right now. I'm really just. I'm not concerned about making money with it. You know, sure. it pays for itself. But I'm more about just. It's all new to me trying to build something like this, and so I'm just really focused on the content, the podcast, promoting the book, just seeing where it goes. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm having fun with it. Oh, that's really cool. I like when you said you got into marketing you got into inventing things and wanted to be an inventor that's that goes to show that you probably had a lot of influence around you that people were creating stuff people were or you got curious to solving your own problems because that's where the invention gene comes from okay i'm trying to solve a problem i'm facing this and how can this be better yeah, I think it was about my dad. He was always working. So I saw that he was working 100 hours a week at one point at Valentine, trying to really grow it beyond yeah. what my grandfather and his brother did. And so I was around that, and my, and my uncle too. So I was around that creative energy, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. Yeah, I don't know where the glue thing came. I, it's like funny. If you ask me what I did last week, I would say I don't know. I do not know, but I can visual, I can, I could literally visualize mixing different things together to see if I can make it like sticky. I don't know. I wish I can go back to time and be like, what are you doing right now? <laughs> that is too funny. Trying to make glue. But did that go anywhere? Or it was just, it was just a me- distance memory. No, it didn't go anywhere. I just remember trying to create things. Like I even, at one point eBay, when it was like the Wild West, I was selling like vitamin pills on there. Yeah. I remember, oh, here's a story for you. My wife likes to make fun of me for this. I remember in college, because I've always been into vitamins. I worked at JNC at one point. Mm-hmm. And at one point I was like borderline obsessed. I still take vitamins, take a brand by on it. But I remember being in the cafeteria, looking at the food and be like, oh, and because I was really into like, nutrition back then, like really hardcore. Yeah, I remember yeah. selling vitamins or like an MLM kind of thing. And I remember posting flyers going into the cafeteria saying, this food's not good for you. You need to supplement <laughs> your diet with these vitamins. <laughs> Fully believing it. And then they called me into the Dean's office and said, you, you can't do that. So I was like, all right, I won't. <laughs> that's that's really funny for sure. But take us to the path of what caused you to create the morning upgrade. You said you founded it about a year ago. You've got a book, you've got a podcast. Now yeah. you've done a lot of soul searching. You've done a lot of different things, going to college and okay, what's really where am I really? mindset like where does my mind really light up and creating the morning upgrade looks like it's something that you know raising awareness of morning routines tell us talk to us a little bit about that yeah and i would say i'm still trying to find like i'm always exploring and now that i have kids that creates a whole another layer of am i a good father what are they going to be like as adults i feel like this is never going to end i feel like i'm a stronger person now than i was five years ago 
or 10 years ago or going back. I'm always trying to get better, quote unquote. Yeah. But I feel like it's a journey that never ends for sure. Morning upgrade. I've always been into personal development and entrepreneurship and personal growth and all that kind of self-help yeah. type stuff. I don't know why. I'm sure there's a reason that I don't know about, but it's just something I gravitate towards. Even going back to the books I used to read when I was 25, yeah. 20, 25, how to win friends and influence people, thinking big, how to, what's the Napoleon Hill book? Jeez, I'm forgetting it. Thinking Grow yeah, Rich. Thinking Grow Rich. Yeah. So I've always been into that. And like in, in April of 2020, when I was stuck at home, like a caged animal, I just had more time to think. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I want to create something that has impact and has value and something I can be proud of. And something that like, is like my way to create something that actually helps people mm -hmm. and turn it into a business. It's not, I want it to eventually generate a lot of revenue, but of course. I just had the idea. Like I was writing about personal development before that on LinkedIn. I was like, I should try to create a brand out of this. And the morning routine is my pillar habit. But it's more than that. If you look at the site and listen to the podcast, it's really about business, personal growth and morning routine. Mm -hmm. And so I just started with a free blog and then every, I'm always thinking, what can I do to up level this? I re redesigned the site. I, I added a podcast and then yeah. I thought of different types of content to add to the site, wrote the book, just always trying to think of ways to grow it. It's really fun. No, that's really fascinating because it's in the journey, right? It's in the building that you really grow. It's not the destination. Everybody thinks, oh, I want to win that car. I want to drive that car, but it's how you get to that car or how yeah. you get to that thousand downloads or a thousand episodes. We're almost about to hit 500 episodes on this podcast. So I'm pretty, pretty excited on That's how amazing. it even happened. That's amazing. That's a lot. Speaking from one, I'm on episode 116. So man, yeah. that's it's very impressive. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. It's, and it's the journey, right? That develops you, that makes you the person who you become. And you're constantly seeking that upgrade. Okay, what's the next upgrade can I get to? Can I start adding this video format and post it on YouTube eventually? <laughs> but I've been just posting the audio and just been focusing on that because I know that this is something that I've grown to be good at. I think I I'll was give you an example. Yeah, oh, go sorry, ahead. go ahead. I was yeah, gonna go say I'll give you an example too, like what you're saying about always looking. I think you have to have your antenna up. This is just based on my perspective. You have to have your antenna up on ways you can do things better. And I just did this with morning upgrade. I and I'm always doing it at Valentine because like yeah. there's so many moving parts. I'm like, but with morning upgrade, I was sending out. I really wasn't focusing on collecting emails. I'm like, that's silly. I really need to because that could be the future of it. Yeah. And two things, I was sending out like more of a generic email newsletter that my team was creating. Section one is this, section two. It was very blah, very boring. Yeah. And I was like, no, I need to be writing these emails more conversational, more from mm -hmm. the heart and develop a relationship with the email subscribers. And so I started doing that about six weeks ago where every week, actually today I'm going to do it. So my to-do list, mm -hmm. so my to-do list right here yeah. is to create tomorrow's email. And so I'll write it out the three things I want to share and it's me writing it and I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's one yeah. thing. And because I'm doing that now, I want to add more email subscribers. And I, if you look at a site, you'll see there's an opt-in for a free eight page, eight page report. And so I'm like, I'm just experimenting with different ways to get new email subscribers because I identified yeah. that, that was a weakness in the business. And so I, I'm trying to fix it. Yeah. With this, with emails, right. You have direct access to market and building their rapport with the customers or with the clients or with the listeners or with the email people, because there are actual other human beings on the other side. And I'm subscribed to my good friend, Jonathan Stark. He sends out daily emails. 
And there might be a paragraph, there might be three sentences, but he's delivering a message. He's talking about something that's going in his head and any time of the day. And I'm, I look forward to those emails because I can reply at any time, like Jonathan, that was really awesome. Thanks for sharing. And I've learned so much from him. It's, it's been amazing. That's how you know when, because when I was sending out the more templated version, I would mm. never get replies. Literally, my mom would reply back. That was the only person. And now that I've been sending more like personalized, I'm getting replies every time I send something. So I'm like, yeah. ah, like I feel like it's working it's, now. So now I've got more fuel in the fire yeah. to keep going. So true. And so one of the things I was mentioning to my friend is, hey, I'm going to be recording episode 499 next week. And <clears throat> my 500th episode, I'm going to do a solo episode. And I've, the last time I did solo episodes was probably three, four years ago. <laughs> I haven't done a solo episode. And she's, oh my God, we want to hear you speak. We want to hear what you have to say. And if you had, no matter how many number of solo episodes you're going to put out, I am going to listen to all of them. And it, it like warmed me up and sending all these feelings down my spine. I'm like, wow, there's something that I've developed. There's a relationship that you have with people when you create that personalized email, that personalized video for YouTube, or that personalized, where you put all your personality into this podcast. Now, I don't know how Morning Upgrade podcast is. Is it something that you do solo or is it interview-based? It's interview-based. I did do a solo for my 100th episode, and that was very different because I'm used to the conversation bouncing back and forth as opposed to yeah. me going on for my episodes only 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. But I was like, I had it all mapped out. <laughs> I had, I have two screens here. This is my, cause my desk for work. And I had like the Google doc open. And so I was like looking at my notes it ended up being easier than I thought probably cause I yeah. prepped for it like a crazy person, but it was fun. I like, I do do an interview style though. Cause for me, it's about, I want to learn from others and yeah. From their perspective, hear about their morning routines, hear about their business. And it's just fun building the connection and the relationships. I've met a lot of neat people doing it. No, 100%. Mm -hmm. I've learned so much. And podcasting interview has enabled me to become the storyteller that I wasn't. Right. You start with asking questions, you start with listening to their journey. And then eventually I started to see the pattern. I started to see how the cogs work and all of it. And it's made me all the better. A question for you. When you're, so I have kids and they're in like a billion sports mm -hmm. and I find myself, I don't know if this is the case with you, but after doing a hundred and it's really been like 125 because I have a queue. Yeah. I find myself when I'm at sporting events, like my daughter's soccer game or whatever, softball, excuse me. I go into like podcast mode where I'm asking people all these questions, not like a, not drilling them, but just yeah. asking them a lot of questions. I have to yeah. say, Hey, you're not a guest on your podcast. Did yeah. you find that happening for you? I do find that happening for me because it, be, it makes me a little more curious and yeah. be more welcoming because when you're curious and ask other people a question, it's not that they don't feel that they're overparting the conversation, but they actually feel that we as questioners are more interesting people. Yeah, I agree. And everyone right. wants to feel like they're like that their opinion matters and that like, yeah. they're interesting and all that. Yeah. So when you put focus on them asking questions, assuming they're like a nice person, it usually goes well. No, absolutely. And I think that in itself gives you an example of what people are looking for, who wants to buy your product, who wants to buy your service. They want us to be interested in them. Yeah. And think from their perspective 
what it is that we can bring for them. That's like the whole Dale Carnegie. What was he saying? I think it's from that book. If you want to make friends, whatever, build relationships, don't yeah. try to be interesting. Just be interested in them. Yes. Genu right. genu authentically, of course. Authentically, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I like uh, the back and forth that we we're having because really podcasting and is more of a conversation and and it's like somebody's just listening into this conversation that Ryan and Janet are having and and the learned experiences that we've had doing the podcasting and building businesses and being entrepreneurs and being parents and applying the learnings from one area to the other area of our lives yeah it's for me, there's a lot of crossover. If I'm not, if I'm not doing well at home for whatever reason, it carries over to work. And so I try to like keep everything in check. Not that things are ever perfect. There's always challenges to get through, but I do find yeah. it's all interweaved. I'm even trying to like, I know like the morning upgrade and, and Valentine is two different businesses, but I'm really trying to interweave it too, honestly. Yeah. Having clients on my podcast, sending them my book, just mailing it to them, asking them questions. Like if I'm talking to them, I'll naturally go into podcast mode and just ask them about just not what's your morning routine look like, but right. sometimes depending on who the person is, I might. Yeah. So I really do try to interweave it. It's just my, it's becoming my thing. It's just where I, my interests lie. Yeah. I love that. <clears throat> All right. So we've talked about your journey, how you got started with the podcast, what inspired you to create the morning upgrade? What keeps you coming back to create these more episodes, the email? I think that that's one of the biggest highlights for myself because that's the place that I struggle in. I still struggle sending emails out. And anytime I do, I try to make it as personalized as possible, but it's either promoting my friend's podcast or either promoting a program that they're putting together, but never from the, from the perspective of, hey, this is what I'm thinking and this is what I'm doing and what do you guys think? And I haven't done that yet, but I think that's the next step for me. What I did, if this is helpful, I need to create, like, I can't just have it be like an open canvas and be like, I need to have sure. some sort of framework. And so what I do is my emails are short and sweet. And I just have three things each week that I want to share. And I only do mm -hmm. once a week. So it's not that bad. It takes me maybe an yeah. hour to write the email. And so I have, there's, I always keep, have it like an introduction. Like, what did I do this week? And yeah. then I go into the three things that I want to share with them that are related to business or personal development. This week, I have a note. I'm going to, I watched a scary movie. It's actually disturbing the horror movie. It's called a Hereditary. Okay. But because it was Halloween, I'm going to share that. It's not really related to what I normally would, but mm -hmm. because it's Halloween, I will. And so I have three things that I want to share. And so as I'm going through the week, I when I think of something, I email it to myself to kick back to me on Wednesday because when I write the emails. Yeah. So I know I only have to write three things related to business or morning routines or personal mm -hmm. development or whatever. And so it's not that big of a, that big of a lift because it's just three things and I'm yeah. working on it during the week. And then it's just a matter of sitting down, writing it and then testing it and then scheduling it for the next day. I like that. I think I'm going to have to take that tip and apply it in my own, in my own world. All right, let's take a quick break. And then when we get back, Ryan's going to share three hacks to take away. So we'll be right back. In room. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content 
and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Hey guys, welcome back. We've been talking with Ryan Cote. He's a podcaster just like myself, and we've been having some really cool conversations about how we got how we, how he got started and what keeps us coming back and keep going. Ryan's got five. <laughs> Three. Ryan's got three hacks to share. We were talking in the green mode. So Ryan, take it away. I was like, oh, five. I got to think of two more. <laughs> so yeah, so, my, so the hacks, we talk, we've been talking about morning routines. So I got to mention that. It's my pillar habit. If you've read Miracle Morning, that's what started me on the path. But since then, I've developed my own. I Having interviewed 116 or so guests on my podcast, the morning routine is a very personalized experience. What works for me might not work for you. There is a lot of overlap, like a lot of my guests, gratitude practice, journaling, exercise, those seem to be a lot of, there's a lot of overlap, but the idea is waking up early to invest in yourself. It doesn't need to be a two, three hour marathon. Some people that might work for, might work best, but even 15 minutes, just waking up early, investing in yourself and figuring out what that morning needs to look like for you. And it might take a little bit of experimentation. I've changed my morning routine probably, I don't know, five times in the last couple mm -hmm. few years. I've, I've, I've I'm dialed into the one I've been using for about a year now, but find what works best for you. But the idea is wake up early, invest in yourself. And what you might find is that it has a trickle, trickle down effect on the rest of your day. I've through my experience, I found that I exercise more when I do my morning routine. I make better decisions, not perfect decisions, but better decisions. Mm -hmm. And I just look for different areas. Okay, if I'm gonna do the morning routine, I maybe I should do other stuff too, like the books I read and things like that. So it does have a compound effect, as Darren Hardy says. That's number one. Number two is masterminds. I'm a big fan of masterminds. I've been in one for about four years. It's not my mastermind. I'm just part of it. And yeah. the idea is it really has, besides the morning routine, it's probably like my my second biggest personal development strategy in terms of what I've seen from my own personal growth. And every week I get together with 10 guys. My mine happens to be a guys only mastermind. Yeah. It's just the way it's structured. And every week we get together and we talk about wins and challenges and things we're going through, things we need help with. And everyone tries to pour into each other, support each other, hold mm -hmm. each other accountable. We take turns leading the meeting, which was tough for me in the beginning because I was like, how do I keep this? How do I keep this thing going for an hour? Yeah. So that was pretty challenging. But the idea is just to get together with like-minded people that have similar goals, come yeah. with a full cup and you'll get, you'll get stuff back too and just keep with it. And I find that it's been really life-changing for me. We just actually just got back two weeks ago from, mm. we do like in-person twice a year. And so I got to meet some of the guys for the first time. It's hilarious when you're doing like nice. Zoom like this for yeah. weeks and weeks and you meet them in person. <laughs> uh, oh they're like, you're, they're like, you're much shorter than I thought you'd be. Yeah, I'm only five, seven. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Bring up. <laughs> so no, that, that's that me is, too. I love it. Do you have a mastermind? Are you in one? 
I do. I'm actually in four different masterminds. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Four. Yeah, Holy we cow. could talk about it a little later. What's the third <laughs> hack? Third hack is, this is something new for me, but I really, I'm like really into it. I want to share it. I, I read a study. I, I wrote a blog post about it too, but just, I find myself, I like to walk. I do mm. other exercise too, but I like to walk because it's just, I like being outside. I like listening to things as I walk. I like, I just, it's just, I really, and it's not like high impact, so it's not hard to do, but you're still moving. Mm. And I read a study and what really cemented it for me is I read a study that if people that walk at least 7,000 steps a day, I can't remember where the study was, but they analyzed people over many years and walked over 7,000 steps. They lived longer. So it sounds, sounds good to me. And, and 7,000 steps. Yeah. You, it's about an hour of walking. So you have to be intentional about when you're going to walk. But I find that it's become like my quiet, like, yes, I'm getting some exercise in. I'm hitting that magic number of 7,000. I track it on, I track it in Google fit on my phone. So mm -hmm. I don't have to think about it. It just tracks yeah. and what you track improves. And, and then I find that it's time when I use, I, I use that time to take business calls or listen to audible or listen to a podcast. And so not only am I walking and exercise, but I'm also yeah. consuming content. So it's been like a really nice time to myself with some added benefits. Man, I love that. I need to, I love walking too and going out there. And most of the time it's mostly when I'm working the yard or walking up to the bus stop to drop my kid off and walk. I'm not walking a whole lot, but I think I'm going to integrate that. And it's the study was published by the Lancet Medical Journal found that men and women aged 60 and over who take around a thousand steps a day slash their mortality risk by as much as 50%. I'm being proactive. I'm only 43. So I'm being proactive. Yeah, here, but... Walking is more also beneficial for younger people. Those who walked at least 8,000 steps saw a similar outcome. Yeah, so you're I, I'm already usually, killing it. Yeah, I'm like yesterday I worked walked ten thousand, but it was only seven thousand. I'm good. Yeah. But on Halloween, which was just I don't, I don't know when this will be released, but yeah. Halloween as we're recording was two days ago, and I walked sixteen thousand steps in that day. Holy that smokes. was like a lot of walking with the kids. <laughs> I'm sure the kids got a lot of candy that you didn't have, didn't have to hide hide. <laughs> <laughs> I liked uh, what Jimmy Fallon would do and they would tell their kids, oh, we ate all your candy. Oh, was it Jimmy Kimmel? I think it was Kimmel. I think you're right. It was one of the, one of the Jimmy's. Yeah, I, know, I saw that one. That's funny. I think it's Kimmel because that's the kind of thing Kimmel does. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I let myself cheat with the candy uh, for uh -huh. a couple of days on Halloween. Yeah. But for a while, the kids would go to sleep and I would just be like, oh, there's the bat, the knapsack of all the candy. <laughs> and then they started to realize that the sap, the, the candy was getting lighter. So now they yeah. know I do it. So they try to protect <laughs> it, but it's all right. That's too funny. All right, sweet. Yeah, I'm in a few different mastermind. I'm part of Smart Passive Income, the pro group oh, yeah. that put together by Pat Flynn. And I've been part of it for about two, two some years and they introduced masterminds in there where you can be talking about a mastermind around email marketing or podcasting or different things. So I've been in at least two different masterminds for a good long time and another two different masterminds that I'm part of through other entrepreneurship networks. So it's heaven sent, like you said, you learn so much more and you're kept accountable. It just helps you exponentially grow. Mm -hmm. What yeah. the first place where I learned about it was Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow yeah. Rich. And he talks about masterminds and mastermind was the reason of success 
for Henry Ford, because if he wasn't part of that mastermind, he would not have been able to create the behemoth of company that he was able to by absorbing all the knowledge from others. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot Napoleon Hill. That book was like from the 30s, right? Yes. Man, that's crazy. Think about that kind of knowledge being shared all the way back then. Yeah, it's pretty epic. All right, we're going to jump into the sixth question that I'd like to ask my guest. All right, number one. Ready, ready. Number one, what is the one hobby that you wish you got into? I started to get into it and then I stopped guitar like i was listening to state electric guitar i was listening to stevie ray vaughn yesterday mm-hmm. when i was going for a hike with my daughter and yeah. on the way to the park and i was like man if i could play like this i probably would never leave my room i just <laughs> play and play yeah no that that's that's a fun hobby i tried my hand at the guitar but i couldn't get it right so i was like you know what i'll just stick to singing so the, the band like 20 years ago and and i played the bass a little for a couple of our jam sessions. Yeah, but but I did buy a... Your fingers get all... Yeah. Guitar, guitar strings. Oof. They do. And then over time, I think they, you build up that skin. Yeah. Because, yeah. But you got to keep on doing it. I bought <laughs> a I bought a electric... Not an electric one. Acoustic guitar a couple of months ago. So I've got one sitting back there and I haven't played much with it but i know that i can get to it anytime i want <laughs> yeah it's a great thing it's a hobby you can pick it up really anytime until your hands yeah. get like your soul you can't do that but exactly yeah maybe one day one day next up what did you want to be when you were a child i've it's funny like seeing my dad work a lot i didn't I guess I, I started thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, but I was really obsessed with baseball. So I thought maybe mm-hmm. I played it and stuff like that. And so you have the childhood, I want to be a cowboy or an astronaut. I was at baseball. I was a big fan of Ricky Henderson, watching yeah. him steal base after base. That was kind of like a hero of mine for some reason. Nice. So I would say baseball player. I like it. Next up, what is your favorite movie or TV show? Meet the Parents. I tend to, I find I relate to Ben Stiller. I'm like a little bit socially awkward. I get myself in situations where it's like, what am I doing right now? And so I feel like that's Ben Stiller in that movie, Meet the Parents. I think I watched three times over three days. And I still, oh, this day, if I watch it, it cracks me up. Like <laughs> when he gives them like the bathing suit to go swimming and it's, uh, I can go on and on about that movie. It's too funny. All right, next up, what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? That's easy. Ben Stiller. I would love to play that role. I think I would fit right in. No acting (laughs) experience required. Just slide me right in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. Next up, who is your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero, I would have to say Thor. And I try to, he's so powerful. He's got the hammer. And I try to like, I'm trying to like trigger, is that the right word? frame my, my daughter plays softball and she's new mm-hmm. to it and it's her first year but she's doing really well for being new and yeah. i tell her like she needs to change her mindset when she grabs that hammer not a hammer when she grabs that bat that's she turns to thor and that's her hammer yeah she needs to go up there and just do her best and so it's funny i've uh just trying to create like Inspire a her, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah you create that uh, the imagination in their mind because that's what gives them the power to be the best batsman. Yeah, exactly. 
our last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? I, sorry about that. That was the phone. I love Monopoly. We have, we have real estate. I have a lot of memories of playing it with mm -hmm. my family. Um, I think it's a really fun competitive game and yeah. a lot, you can learn a lot from it too. Just managing the money and the real estate you're going to buy. So yeah, def definitely has to be Monopoly. I love it. One game that I would recommend that you check out is called Cashflow by by the creator of by the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad. Okay, um, it okay. is really cool if you like buying real estate and this like literally teaches you or levels up your financial IQ. So okay. you start in the rat race and then you once you're making 50k a month in passive income, then you're able to get out of the rat race and enter the fast track. Oh, neat. And it's really cool. My, I've been playing that game with my kids and they're like, oh my God, dad, is this how you feel on payday? <laughs> <laughs> on a rat race, there's three paydays and you, as you roll the dice, you either jump over or you land on a payday. And then based on how much your monthly cash flow is coming from your income minus your expenses, that's how much money the bank gives you. And then you're like, oh, this feels so good. That's amazing. It's a board game, you say, not like a computer game? It's a game? board game, yes. An actual okay. board game that Robert Kiyosaki created, I think, years and years ago. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right. Where can my superpreneur, superpreneurs find you? Two places. We mentioned Ballantine and we mentioned Morning Upgrades. So we'll just send people there. So Ballantine is easy. Ballantine.com. And then Morning Upgrade is also easy. That's MorningUpgrade.com. On the site, there's the newsletter opt-in I mentioned for the free report, there's the book and all the content, the podcast episodes, really everything's there. So in including links to, to the Ballantine and the roofing business too. Awesome. I love it. Ryan, thank you so much for your time, your wisdom and your energy and the hacks that you shared with the audience. I'll catch you in the next episode. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Great job. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on Hacks and Hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today.